Every successful business person, entrepreneur, actor, actress, they all have a reading list, a pool of books that have helped shape them. And we all want to know what their reading list is, or you should. Well, there's one book that came across on almost all of their reading lists and quoted by so many successful people. And holy shit, did I wait too long in my life to read this. Today we're talking about Paulo Coelho's The Alchemist. can't tell you how many times I thought about grabbing this book and downloading it, but passed it over because the description, the first two words, a fable. This is a fable. It's a tale. It's a story. It's completely fabricated. So I passed by it and brushed it off so many different occasions. I, thankfully, this time, I decided to dig in and grab this book. I grabbed the audio and I grabbed the print version and I dug in and destroyed this book. It's a very, very quick read. You should read it in one sitting, I strongly suggest you do so. It's going to affect us all in a different way. And that's part of the spice of life. We all have a filter. We all have a different way that we're affected by something. I can tell you right now, this book absolutely changed the course of my life. Let me give you the big ideas from this book. I want you to stick with me on this podcast and I want to drop the big ideas to you. First off, right out of the gate, a story within this book declares and explains what happened. I did not have a clear picture of happiness until I heard it in this book. So here it is. I'll paraphrase it. A young boy goes up to a wise king and asks him what the true meaning of happiness is. The wise king says, here's what I want you to do. He hands the boy a spoon and he fills the spoon up with oil. And he says, go throughout my castle. Just walk around my castle and do not spill the oil. The boy does so. He walks through the castle. He walks all through it. Takes two hours towards this castle while holding the oil. And he comes back to the king at the front of the gates. And he says, I've done so. I've walked throughout the castle. Look, I haven't spilled any oil. And the king says, did you notice the amazing courtyard? Did you notice the lavish tapestries, the grand hallway, the ballroom, golden jewels plastered all throughout the walls of this castle? And the boy says, no, I didn't notice any of that. I was concentrating on the oil. And the king explains, now you know the true meaning of happiness. You're to walk through the castle and not spill the oil. So let's apply that to our life because I tell you right now, I was not enjoying the scenery or the moment of my life. The basis of happiness is to enjoy and live in the moment. Don't live in the past. Don't live in the future. Live in the moment. Enjoy your surroundings. Take in the scenery, but also don't spoil the oil. What is he talking about the oil? Work. The hard work. The things that you have to do as a person that will give you security and give you fulfillment. And in this book, a young boy named Santiago is searching for what is called his personal legend, his meaning for life. So the first big idea that I got out of this book was to define happiness. Now let me explain an overarching brilliant aspect of storytelling that's all through this book and the thing that you can learn in your life. This young man has so many different obstacles thrown at him. But what does he do? He persists. He persists through the desert, through harsh winds, through being robbed, through being duped all over the place and continues to chase his personal legend, his fulfillment. So the next big idea that's all through the book is to constantly be beating 
obstacles. Now don't think of this as a dull thing because obviously we all have obstacles and obviously we all overtake them but along with the beating of the obstacles and conquering and continue to move on in the face of adversity there's something else that's strongly pulling in this book and as I read other reviews I didn't see anyone really point this out. So many people in this story have already been beaten down. Santiago sees merchants that are stuck in their ways and he sees so many people that have kind of you know caved in to the obstacles and could not carry on. Now I want you to kind of think about your peer group. How many peers, and don't be one of them. If you're listening to Success Convo and you're rolling with me, don't be the person in your peer group that isn't getting anything done, that isn't hitting their goals, is not chasing their personal legend. It's very important that to be fulfilled, to become the truest version of yourself and actually reach happiness, you got to honestly say fuck everybody that's in your way and talking shit about you. You've got to carry on and you've got to push through that because the reason that they're so angry with you for chasing your goal and chasing down your personal legend is because they're never going to be even close to hitting theirs because life has already broken them. Trust me when I tell you if that's you, it's not too late. You can still chase that personal legend. There's another big idea in this story. There are older people that are still chasing their personal legend. It doesn't matter as long as you go after it. So let me lay down right now the most famous quote from this book. And if you search The Alchemist, you're probably going to stumble across this. When you want something, all the universe conspires to help you achieve it. This is big for me because let me squeeze that quote down and translate it into four words. Make your own luck. All this quote really means is that you should be trying to achieve certain things. Think about luck for a second. People will say successful people have had luck happen. And you know what? There might be some lucks and you might catch a break. But you don't catch a break unless you were grinding away. That meeting that you hit a ballpark home run and it made you the VP of your company is only going to happen if you're working your ass off to wait for that meeting because it's important to bust down the door not wait for opportunity to knock but be making it happen and that's what this is talking about see I've always thought the idea of manifesting thoughts was very dumb I never liked that because I'm a fan of hard work and I'm a fan of, you know what, I'm not going to sit there and just think, oh, this is going to come my way. I want something so the universe is going to get out of my way and let me achieve it. I want to be a millionaire so the universe is going to hand me that as long as I pray or as long as I ask the universe for. That's not what this is saying. What this is saying is when you want something and you got to underline want something in this quote, you got to think about it hard. You can't just want it. You got to be willing to go after it. Santiago in the story takes many risks and every step along the way something could happen to deter you from your goal. Now the next piece of this is if you die doing what you want to be doing, chasing that certain goal, that personal legend, that's a good thing. So this is another big idea in the book. Santiago is at peace with the fact that he may die in the desert. And I'm obviously not trying to hit you with spoilers because I want you to check this book out. I want you to read this book. In fact, whatever else you're reading put it on hold give yourself a four to five hour time block and read this book right now it's that powerful now think about being on a journey think about doing something you're doing something you want to do and then you go down in flames 
you are only going to regret the things in your life that you do not try. Some of the merchants in the book that have not actually reached for their goal and gave up because something got in their way. An obstacle finally broke them down. And here they are now. They're in their 40s or 50s, maybe 60s, and they didn't hit it. They didn't get their goal. They never achieved their personal legend. The feeling of regret that they're going to feel is horrible. It's better to feel the feeling of obstacles and the pain of obstacles than it is to feel regret. Another big picture idea from this book is the fact that learning through experience is so key. We've all had teachers. We've all had maybe maybe we've had professors, people that want to teach us things because they've read thousands of books on a topic. I want to ask you this question. What would you rather have? Would you rather have somebody that's read a lot on a topic? Let's think real estate. Okay. Do you want to learn from somebody who has read a lot about real estate? They know anything and everything about tax law, how to make the most money out of real estate, or would you rather have an hour? So you can have an hour lunch with that person, or would you rather have an hour lunch with a mogul, somebody who has bought hundreds of apartment complexes and houses? Obviously, you're going to pick the person that has the experience. You should want to be the person that has all the experience. I'm a fitness coach. I've got 10,000 transformations plus. I have been doing this my whole life. I've been in the gyms. And all the time do I see somebody step up and go and get some certification, some bullshit certification, and come out of the gate like, you know what, I've been in gyms for two weeks, and you know what, I went to college. So now I can build a physique. Sorry, somebody who has experience is always going to destroy you. And that's with everything. That's with money, that's with picking up girls, picking up guys, whatever your hobby is, if you've got more experience, you will destroy the next person down the line that is a reader because nothing will ever replace experience. And as a big reader myself, I don't just try to read. I try to put everything I read that I really think will help into action because I want it to fully resonate. So you have to have a good mixture of both, but you got to get out there and you've got to try. And that lesson is all throughout this book because the best teachers are the ones who have done it. Next big idea, every blessing ignored becomes a curse. Talked a minute ago about regret and chasing your goals and not actually going near your goal or getting your goal and then feeling that pain of regret. Well, there's going to be a lot of breaks in your life, a lot of chances, a lot of times to take risks, a lot of times to do. And if you ignore these chances, if you ignore these opportunities, times to put yourself out there, break out of your comfort zone and do it, maybe take that job interview, maybe go to medical school. If you ignore these things, they will come back to haunt you like never before. And this is an emphasis on regret because you had something, you had a seed. Santiago has a seed of a dream finding his personal legend. And at one time he notices that he fell into a comfortable phase of not chasing that personal legend anymore because he already found money, he already found a breath of success and security. So he gave up on that real thing that he wanted to chase. Let me tell you by experience, if I had ever stopped because I had gotten money or I felt complacent or I had followed the path that my parents wanted me to follow, if I followed any of those, I would never have a good night's sleep. I mean a real good night's sleep because I would never feel absolutely fulfilled. One of my biggest life goals is to get someone to experience their performance, their true performance. We're talking fitness and knowledge, being a true physical and mental heavyweight. 
weight, a beast, right? A universe shaper. To get somebody to realize their true potential as a person is one of the things that lifts me up. And I get messages on Snapchat all the time, messages on Facebook, everywhere. Thank you. Emails, long-winded emails. People that have never even purchased a product or supported my brands that are digging what I'm putting out and are with me on it. And that's very important to me. I would have never experienced any of that the regret that I would feel for never have made those connections would be enormous. I don't think I could live with myself. Next big idea is one that I know is going to strike home to you. Everyone seems to have a clear idea of how people should live their lives, but none about their own. I want you to picture or experience right now, bring it back up, the last person who negatively judged you or bashed you over something. You know, said you're not going to hit your fitness goal. Maybe made fun of you for eating your chicken out of a bag like it happens to me sometimes. Maybe told you that, oh, you're never going to be a millionaire. I can think years ago back to a certain bonfire when I said I was going to be a millionaire. And this is over, this is over seven years ago now. I said I was going to be a millionaire. People laughed. Well, they recently have stopped laughing at that. Think about all those people. Look at their life. Honestly, the next person that criticized you or the last person that criticized you, look at their life. They are so happy to tell you how to live yours, but they have so many fingers pointing back at them because they don't know how to live themselves. This is a very big piece of the book. You should never be influenced by someone that has negative thoughts towards you having a progressive goal or dream or chasing your personal legend. You should never be influenced by that person. Now, the book is called The Alchemist. An alchemist is sort of a mystical chemist that can do things like turn oil into gold with using the philosopher's stone. And there's a lot of mysticism in this book, but the alchemist in this book represents a dominant symbol, a dominant idea. Santiago is actually chasing something much more powerful than an alchemist. Santiago is chasing a treasure and love. But you have to understand that being an alchemist and turning oil into gold, that sounds awesome. Who wouldn't want to do that? Could you potentially be swayed over onto wanting that? Here's a deep lesson that is in this book. We all have a personal legend. I like how it's called personal legend in this book because a lot of us are not actually trying to live a personal legend. We're trying to live somebody else's legend. We're trying to become an alchemist or we're trying to become something that we're absolutely not but looks glamorous. We're chasing an image that is never ours and we lose authenticity. How many people do you know that suffer from this? It's like an identity crisis. One minute they're acting like one friend. Another minute they're acting like a certain movie star or they have a goal. They want to be this or they want to be that. Never zeroing in on anything. If you think about gardening a lot, for example, what should you be doing? You should be reading green thumb books. You should be planting and learning about certain types of trees, planting seeds, connecting with other botanists. You should not see a guy driving by in a Ferrari and say, whoa, that guy is a stocks trader. So now you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go try to trade stocks. This is not how it works. And this is also why so many people get derailed on their path. You have to focus on what personally drives you and motivates you. So if you're in a situation where you're like, well, damn, I didn't think about that. I want to be a stocks trader because I want money. 
you're actually going to have a hard time getting money. In fact, you're probably not ever going to become a trader because you won't be able to put in the 12 to 15 plus hours a day that you're going to need to put in. You're not obsessed with trading. You're obsessed with the outcome, the result. An underlining force here, an underlining fact, a dominant fact, is that so many people are chasing money, so they're always ready for the next best scam, that they think it's a scam. You know, air quotes here. Stock's a scam? No. But they're waiting for a hot stock and they let predators take them down. Another thing from this book, Santiago gets ripped off by people that prey on him when he's after his goal because he left himself become exposed because he wasn't at certain times in this book chasing his own personal legend, trying to find his mission. The big idea here is to not break what you believe in and if you don't know what you believe in take two three days maybe a week maybe two and go do some travel find out who you are and what you really want how this relates to my life I went off to Thailand and I did a lot of traveling so I've been to a lot of different continents saw a lot of different pieces of the world and I had to see how other people lived because for the longest time I thought success just meant money I thought I was chasing dollars and you know I wasn't doing a very good job of holding on to my dollars and actually getting somewhere that didn't work for me so you've got to find what works for you now I'd like to hit you with the big takeaway my big takeaway to quote one particular line in this book reads the secret of life is to fall seven times and get up eight times. When I read that, I got chills because every single thing that I've achieved in my life has been because I got up that eighth time. I've been knocked down so many times from being a police officer to losing my career to injury after injury. And the other day, I had a friend of mine ask me a question. Hey man, what happens if your portfolio gets wiped? What happens if all your digital assets go out the window? What happens if you go back to zero or even in the negative? What happens if you lose everything? I said to him, it doesn't matter. With a cold face and I said it within seconds and he said, what do you mean it doesn't matter? He was shocked to hear that response from me. And I explained to him that it's not anything more than a mindset. And my mindset is the mindset to never quit. When I seek something out, I'm going to make it happen. I'm either going to die doing what I love or it is going to happen. And to exemplify this even further, back in my bodybuilding days, I used to rep 405. One of my claims to fame back in the day was bench 405 for 12 reps. That was my flat bench and everybody would say holy shit steroids blah 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 this and that shit talkers and other people that weren't shit talkers would say dude that's amazing wow genetically gifted well genetically gifted you didn't see all the hours that in the times that 375 and 350 fell and nearly broke my chest you know I had spotters two spotters picking that weight off my chest every single time till I hit 405 just once you have always got to get back up every single time you get knocked down. And the beauty of this is, and what I want to leave you with in this episode, is that all you have to do is look at the knockdowns, look at the times you fail or miss or the risk doesn't pan out for you. Look at those knockdowns as opportunities to get back up. 
And when I explained that to my friend, he said, damn, dude, nothing's going to break you. I have Unbreakable written on my side for this exact purpose. I have it tattooed on my rib cage because I'll never be broken. No matter what happens, I'm ready to get back up. It's as easy as snapping your fingers and telling yourself I'm going to have an unbreakable mindset and get back up every single time. After telling this to my friend, I could see that he looked at me in a completely different light after knowing that that was my core and my mentality. And none of this was luck. I've made my own luck through getting back up and the desire to do so. This is the part where I thank you for listening to Success Convo. Kate is going to be back rolling with me for some future episodes. We've got a lot of great things happening. Keep you updated and rolling. I did not keep a structure here. I wanted to free talk about this book because I can't tell you how much I loved it and how much it affected me. So go ahead and tap the link. I put it in the blog post. If you don't have it, just Google it, Amazon it. You'll find it. Grab the paperback or go ahead and download it on your device. Get the audio like I did. Speed read this thing. I also got the hard copy coming because I want this in my physical collection. And that's going to do it for this episode of Success Convo. If you are not already sharing, go ahead and share. Tap that share button. Let's get this out there. There's a lot of people that need to hear this. There's a lot of people that are probably going through some shit and getting sand kicked at them, dirt kicked at them from people that don't want them to achieve goals. Maybe this episode will be the one that tips them through the scales and gets them out here doing it. So definitely share this episode. And if you're not in the Facebook group, Sleepless for Success, Come on, join us. Give your input. We've got a lot of great people. We've got a lot of successful entrepreneurs, business people, millionaires. There's a lot of millionaires in this group, guys. They're, they're amongst us. I know some of them personally. So join the group. A lot of good future things coming from this group. I can't wait to see the future success combo. And I am glad to have you rolling with me. If this is your first contact with me, my name is Ryan Engel. I am an entrepreneur, writer, investor, and I've got a lot of things up my sleeve and I will hit my personal legend. That is a fact. And you're going to be right there with me and you're going to be hitting yours. So I'll catch you in the next episode of Success Combo.